Welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Keju Bambushi Roethlisberger. Hi, everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour film and TV edition. How are you, Ma? What's up? I'm wonderful, sweetie. Everything is going well on this beautiful uh, early spring day. How's everything going with you, sweetie? Oh, everything is just lovely. Have no hey, no, no complaints. Hey. Uh, no, um, I, you know, actually, I'm looking forward to the NBA playoffs that's coming up real soon. Um, actually, I think the playing tournament starts April 11th, and okay. the first round starts April 14th. So it's going to be okay. exciting. And LeBron James is in, in the play playing tournament, Ma. So we'll see how everything turns out. But did yeah. you see what did you see what happened in Texas though? What do you mean? So many things happen here. What do you mean? Well, with the NBA. With the NBA? The NBA. No, I don't think I've heard about it. What happened? So, you know, they have three basketball teams in Texas. They have the Spurs, they have the Rockets, and of course they have the Mavericks. And none of them are in the playoffs. That's the first time that's happened the in Spurs 40. And the Rockets are in Texas. Oh, yeah, the Houston Houston, yes. yeah, and San Antonio Spurs. Oh, yeah, right. And okay. and Dallas Mavericks, yes. And yes, of course, you know, I know Dallas, you know. Oh, yeah. And so Ma. You know, I never thought about that. Yeah. But Ma, hmm. did you hear did you hear what I said? It's the first None of them made it. None of them made it. In 40 years. Well, you know, hey, you know what? It's always there's always next year. So let's see how it goes. Whatever happened to uh uh Kyrie? Didn't he come down here? What? Yes. You know, Kyrie has played well. No, he's played well. Is him, I don't know. Luca seems like something is going on is in his Luca, head. Oh, is Luca being a diva or a prima donna? Something. I think it's something in his personal life. I think he's very frustrated. And oh, also, okay. also, Ma, okay. he may need better conditioning from what people are saying. Conditioning? You mean F for physical? No. Oh, physical. To be in physical condition, you mean? <laughs> Oh, well, he's never been in good shape. He's never had an attractive looking body. He's never had any definition or anything. He always looks soft and a little overweight. He never had any type of good physical look. Well, I don't know about the look. I, I mean, don't a lot of the guys that look more cut, you know, okay. look more muscular, you okay. know. Well, he's yeah, he's not about that life. OK, yeah. All right. So, yeah, you know, get him straightened out if they need to. OK. Yeah. So let's see what happens next season. But anyway, I'm good luck next season, guys. But Ma, I'm looking next forward. Year. Aren't you going to watch the playoffs? I'm going to watch them. Okay. You know, whatever I catch, be good. Yeah. Yep. All right, Ma. Let's tell everybody. <laughs> <laughs> let's. Oh gosh, let's tell everybody what we are sipping on. And today we have some nice, lovely highway vodka by uh, our boy Ben Williams. Ma, so do you want to do a special toast like you always do? I certainly do. Okay. Everybody raise their glasses. Hold on. <laughs> I have to raise my glasses as well. And here is to long life and prosperity, health, wealth, happiness, and good luck, guys, in the NBA. And may the best team prevail. Salud. Salud.
Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Yes, delicious, like Gordon Ramsay always says. Okay. My the first movie is Murder Mystery 2, starring Jennifer Aniston and Adam Sandler. And so we're joining them now. They're private detectives who started their own agency. And they are attending a good friend's wedding. I guess this was a friend from the first murder murder mystery. And he's like very wealthy because they're on this private island. Uh, when they arrive, uh, somebody dies. It looks like, I think it's the best friend's bodyguard is, is found dead. And um, the best friend is missing. And so the movie is all revolved around finding this wealthy okay. missing friend. Okay. So what what are your thoughts on Murder Mystery 2, Mom? Uh, you know what? It was funny. It was silly. Um, it certainly didn't have any uh, social relevance. It was a total, total, uh, a big uh, slapstick comedy type of movie. You know, they had a lot of pratfalls and, and, you know, goofy things happening and you know, and totally incredible physical feats. I guess they had a whole lot of, what do you call these specialists, these people who perform the feats, you know, stunt people. Yeah, yeah, stunt you know, I, yeah. I know they had quite a few stunt, stunt performers. People. Yep. Yeah, stunt performers. Yes, that's it. Uh, because it was a lot of that going on and it was fun. You know, it's nice if you had a couple of drinks or you just bored to death and you're looking for a silly laugh and you're looking for some, you know, mental relaxation, okay? All right. It's, it's just that kind of movie. It's nothing to keep you engrossed or engaged. It's something you can look at and, and you know, have a few chuckles and that's it. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, I also wanted to say uh, Mark Strong and uh, Jody Turner-Smith. You guys remember her from Queen and Slim. She was queen. And also yeah. Tony Goldwyn from Scandal. Uh, yeah. He had a little part in here as well. Yeah. Um, so, you know, yeah, very little. So, you know, uh, <laughs> it was funny. It was, it was funny. It was cute. You know, I mean, it was just a, a funny, you know, silly slapstick over the top comedy. Okay. So what do you give it, Ma, before I give my review? I give it, I'm going to give it about a 5.56, you know. Premium in there. Okay. Low premium. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, I wasn't really expecting much from it. Um, I was when going and, into it. And that's what you got. Well, going into it, I was thinking a complete hooch. Uh, but it, it was a it was a little bit better than a hooch because it was entertaining right. and and it, and it was yeah. funny and it was you know beautiful surroundings you know island and everything which I, I love, love that which I love that yes uh, you know and I think that uh, Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston they you know play off each other well they have good chemistry um, you know the plot eh, didn't really make much sense but hey we we know how that is and we see. The, from the ending without telling everybody what the ending is that it's going to be a it's going to be a three. Right. right uh yeah. so uh, nothing really to say about it except i'm kind of where you are ma i'm probably like at a premium um probably like a 5.5 you know it's a you know good thing to watch you know when you're entertaining people you know nothing when you just want to sit down and actually think and be engrossed but it, it's good to invite people over for a party and have a couple drinks like you said Right, and have some laughs. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, our next movie, uh, our second movie, is Tetris, which is starring um Taron Egerton, and he's a, a good little actor there. 
from, you know, the roles that I've seen him in, um, you know, he played um, Elton John and um, he was also in Blackbird and they were all very different roles that he yeah. played in. Um, so he's a pretty diverse actor. Uh, anyway, he plays yeah. the character Hank Rogers, who discovered Tetris in 1988. He risked everything, including his family, to travel to the Soviet Union, where he meets the inventor of Tetris, uh, Alexei, uh, to kind of bring the game to the masses. And it's really a, an adventure. Uh, I didn't know what Tetris was going to be when uh, before I went into it, but I was pleasantly surprised. And it had a yeah. lot of fun twists and yeah. turns. Yeah. Um, and it made it more of like a thriller and adventure. Um, and I, you know, my before you go in, I thought the actors, the acting was really good. Uh, the story was really good. Um, there was a lot of things I didn't know. It's based on a true story. I think they used a lot of creative. Um, yes, some embellishments. Embellishment, yeah. Right, right. Yes, yes. Uh, but overall, for the enter entertainment value in the acting, um, I'm going to give it a low top shelf. Um, I'm going to okay. go with a, a eight top shelf. Okay. What okay. I, I enjoyed it very much too. You know, it had a little bit of a sort of, even though it wasn't actually a spy movie, but because they fell into some of the stereotypical kind of uh, Russian movies that we're used to, Russian spy movies, it had that, it gave you that, that nuance. You know, mm -hmm. it gave you that feeling, mm -hmm. you know, that it was actually a spy movie and it actually wasn't. It was almost just a bidding war over the rights to make as most the, as much money as they could from Tetris and Game Boy and, you know, everything, you know, all the cottage industries surrounding Tetris. Right. And and um, and somehow or another, they had managed to. A very deliberately, I don't know if it was by design or accidentally, leave out the person who actually invented Tetris. He actually was living in, in poverty. Right. He, you know, he and his family, they were living in poverty. So mm -hmm. it was like a human interest story there. And it was sort of good guys versus bad guys. And mm -hmm. it was that real life villain, Maxwell, depicted in there as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, I forgot uh, to mention the him. Real life villain that we yeah. all know. And um, uh, it, it, I, I enjoyed it. I connected to the characters and everything. I enjoyed it very much. It was much better than I anticipated. Mm -hmm. And um, and I'm going to go with that. I, I'm going to go with you, Pay, with that top shelf. I think it, it was really good. It had twists and turns and curves and 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 uh and a, and a good outcome as far as I'm concerned. Oh, for sure. So, you know, a yeah. Good outcome. Yeah. Um, I, I was pleasantly surprised, and I'm going to go with a low top shelf. I'm going to go with a. I'm going to go with what? What are we going to say about it? Uh, eight. Okay. Okay. Good. I like that. It was really good. Mm -hmm. Okay, but uh, we're gonna go. You know, go right into some TV shows. But there was a couple things that I wanted to mention. I think I didn't. You know, mention this earlier. Uh, Yellow Jackets is you know, streaming now. And I really enjoyed the first season of Yellow Jackets and moving into the second season, it kind of lost me. So um, I am not going to discuss it, uh, you know, unless something pops up, um, you know, I'll give it one more go, but I'm not feeling it this season. Okay, um, let's talk about a show uh, that already had two episodes in its final season. And we didn't mention it last week, Ma. I don't know why, Secession. 
Okay. It's a lot going on with secession. So first off, obviously, you know, the kids are at war with their dad. They're always at war with the dad. Uh, but yes, this, on some this, level for sure. Yeah. This feels different to me though. You know, this is kind of scary. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, we know that Shiv and Tom are, are getting a divorce. Um, we know that the kids are now completely, well, sort of against the dad. They're, they're trying to, you know, play whatever they can against him. But the dad always seems to outsmart them no matter what happens, you know. And I don't know if it's their, uh, if it's the kids have just been so spoiled to where, you know, they're used to just always getting their way to they let that cloud their judgment, Ma, because Shiv was so upset that Tom had kind of blocked her from getting all of the really good attorneys, divorce yeah, attorneys. Divorce lawyers. Because he had consulted with dad. Right. Uh, uh, Logan. What's his name? Logan. 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 Right. Yeah. He, yeah. Did, uh, he had consulted with dad, Logan, mm -hmm. and Logan had, you know, given him advice. Mm -hmm. Logan didn't go out of his way to give Tom advice. Tom reached out to Logan, according to Logan, if Shiv had, had you know, consulted him, he would have done the same thing. But see, that's bogus to me. He might may have, you know, consulted her favorite lawyers, but, I, you know, to me, there's, you know, enough lawyers that she could find another, you know, gun, top gun lawyer to go in there for her. He can't, how many is he going to hire? All of them? You know, to me, that was kind of silly. But he didn't have, but but Logan didn't have any business giving Tom any time. Well, Logan, well, wait a minute now. Logan has been, you know, d doing duplicitous stuff all along. That's that true. falls into his character. That just falls into his character. Yeah. He doesn't have any business doing many things he does. And he's also going to separate the kids. Another reason reason the kids are weak is because, or at least they have been presented as weak so far, is because they never stick together. And he knows that he can separate Roman from oh, yeah. the rest of them. He right. knows that. Right. He knows Roman is crazy and quirky and all that. And he knows Roman will do anything that needs to be done. Mm -hmm. Roman has less of a conscience than the rest of them. Okay. You think As so? Definitely. Definitely. He's most like his father. He's most like his father. He's just out there and unfocused. But if you point him in the direction... He'll do whatever needs to be done because he's unfiltered. So he'll do whatever needs to be done. I'm okay. yes, okay. yes, and 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 well, that's why Roman in in the coming attraction. I mean, that's why Logan is asking him to go meet with the the guy who they're having to deal with. What's his name? M M M Matson? Is it Matson? Matson. Yes, Alexander Skarsgård. Right, he's that's why he's asking only Roman. To go with him because Roman he feels has those same killer instincts that he has. Or is Roman weak? Or is Roman no, weak? no, no? Roman wants it. No, no. He's he's no. He's no. not. He's not. Well, he's he can be manipulated by his father, but his father holds a special position, but not by other people like that. You know? No, no. He he's you know. He, he said so. Why, why do you think the dad only invited Roman? Yeah, you're right. He didn't invite Shiv. He didn't invite uh, Kendall. 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 Right. He only invited Roman. Well, and we know. So far, so far. I mean, look, the picture may show something else so down. Who do you, who do you think so is the far. smartest? Who do you think is the smartest of the, the, 
the Moray family, the kids. We know Connor is just goofy. That's you see, one goofy you see, man. You see, you, the only thing is that uh, I, I, I don't even know how to answer that because everything has a qualification. Mm -hmm. Nothing is just clear cut. There's no straight path. There's a lot of qualifications. Uh, Kendall is it has substance abuse issues to deal with. You can never fully trust Kendall because you don't know under what pressure and what circumstances he may revert to getting high. You, do, you don't know that, okay? That's with any addictive behavior. Nothing against Kendall, but I'm saying if I'm dad and, I'm, and he's my kid, I'm looking at him mm -hmm. and I'm going... You know, he may be real good if he's clean, mm -hmm. when he's clean, and all those kind of things. So I can't trust that. Mm -hmm. I can't I can't trust that. Okay? Okay. Okay, so so when you talk about who's the intelligent, I don't know if he's the most intelligent intelligent in quantifiable terms, if you would test him, if you would quiz him, if he has the most uh legitimate body of information in his head. So or if he tests better, I don't know or if he's more inherently intelligent, but he's addicted, he's a drug addict. Right. So that he's the, always recovering. So right. whether he's the most intelligent or not, if you're talking about emotional intelligence in control, sometimes it's not who's the most intelligent. Sometimes it's the, who's the most committed, who's the most determined, who won't quit the job. You may be able to figure things out smarter, uh, quicker or faster or better, but you're not able to execute it because right. you're here running to go get high or whatever. Right. So, so, so it's not just a matter of intelligence it's a matter of who is the most appropriate who's the most has the most to offer in terms of what needs to be done to get to get the job done right okay so i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with roman because listen roman is whatever else is going on with him roman is not that connected to anything else to take his attention off you know pursuing the acquisition of wealth Okay. It's to take his attention. He's where he doesn't have kids. He doesn't have ex-wife. He doesn't have addiction. You understand? He, he has, has some type baby. of. He has a little yeah. bit of well, sexual yeah, yeah. deviant yeah. behavior, but that's okay. Well. But but he can fit that in, right? Yeah, and it's not yeah. enough that he got. He's going to get up and go leave what he's doing to right. deal. You know, yeah. he can incorporate what he's doing into anything, right? Right. So not like Kendall. Okay. okay? And Kindle all and Kindle, unless I'm forgetting something, Kindle also has that history and feels very vulnerable because you know, um, there was a dead body, yeah, you know, yeah. and all that stuff. Though he didn't actually kill anyone, he feels guilty because yeah. he also didn't save someone that maybe he should have or could have. Yeah, if, he he wears know. that. He right. He's, so, he's uh, absolutely, that. absolutely, and he's got his children, and mm -hmm. you know, so Kendall's Kendall has some things that he just really has to deal with. So I don't know if he's more naturally intelligent than than the other two, but he is not a good candidate. He is not yeah. the best candidate. Well, I think Shiv is the worst candidate because to me, she just reacts off emotion. She's, she's too emotional. Thank you. She's, she's, she's way too emotional and not keeping her eye focused on the issue. That That is absolutely true. 
And, and I hate that they did that because she's a woman and that's always a like a stereotype. But, and, 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 and she just went right into it. As right. In all the things that she's done, she breaks up with Tom when she finds out that Tom is hanging out doing this and that and, and getting his freak on with whoever out there. You know, then that's what makes her upset. Well, she should been, not been, be with him at that point, ma. No, but wait, but no, but but what I'm saying is that look at the things that she's done. He didn't leave her. And she's been having an affair. Well, well no. Well, they had already decided kind of towards last season. Remember when he decided that he was uh, had turned against Shiv? She had already decided that the marriage was over at that point. Well, and they, and they well just, you know, so it was a lot of stuff that he did. I, I got it that it was a lot of stuff, but I'm still going to say she's more led by her emotion than her intellect. That's what I have seen from Shiv. Yeah, because I want because with that, Tom, it's a bad idea, but, but that it's it's more emotion. But, but can I just say, like when you compare Tom to Shiv, I think that's completely different because Tom is motivated. You mean, Tom, you mean oh, you mean what Tom is doing? His yes, Tom, Tom is motivated by greed, and totally. he, and he's a, a brown noser and with with Logan, totally. You know, and I have totally. no idea why Shiv married him. She didn't even seem to really like him. It you know what? Really I'm not strange. sure about that either, but I think she was hoping for a different kind of uh, life with him. I think like, some. She never that, loved him. Not about her liking him in terms of convenience for her. I think she was looking at something different. She shouldn't and, marry and, a person. And, and that didn't work out. She shouldn't marry a person who worked for her dad too, because that was a problem. That was a problem. Well, she didn't really worked for her dad in the beginning. Remember, she was doing right. some, some own, her own stuff. And you know, she... the way the way the relationship is, that dynamic I'm really not too clear about because that may have been a plus in her head that he worked for her father because she mm -hmm. seemed to be so um, uh, willing mm -hmm. to do anything and so uh, obsequious when it comes to her relationship with her father I'm not sure under normal circumstances, a lot of women would have been like, uh, you know, I'm really just not even feeling that whole thing. Mm -hmm. I can see some conflict going on there. I can see some issues that I would question because he's working, you know, for my father, you know. Mm -hmm. But in her case, with her relationship with her father, she may have thought that was a good thing. Right. She may view that as a plus because their relationship is just so... Um, like they say, complicated, not totally estranged, but certainly they're not warm and fuzzy toward each other. That's right. for sure. Right. So I don't know. You know, I don't know about that one. But um, but yeah, but definitely Roman is the is the one that Logan has identified as being the one that's more likely to carry out his wishes and be like him. And even more like him because he doesn't have any other involvements, no, any other serious entanglements. Whereas uh, Logan has, you know, a few things going on here. This girlfriend over here and these kids over here and right. this long time relationship with his assistant slash, you know, whatever she is, you know, right. he's got something. Uh, 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 Roman has none of that. Right. And has the 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 need and the greed and the lack of scruples to where he'll just do almost anything. Right. So, you know. So okay. Well, I mean, that's you know, my take on it. Yeah. You know? I mean, I mean yeah. we'll we'll see what happens. You know. Move well, definitely. Forward. If nothing else, 
what they're trying to put out there for us to see by him inviting Roman is that he feels Roman is somehow advantageous to this whole process. Right. So we can see that, right? We can say that for sure. Otherwise, he would not have invited Roman to come attend a meeting with him right. and exclude the other kids, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I don't know, but we'll see. I think Connor is going to get married. It looks like, you know, Willow. Well, she was there in the end, you know, yeah. you know, whatever. She was there in the bed waiting for him. So, yeah. You know. And she was all about money. Isn't she pretty much just like a high yeah. paid prostitute? Yes. yes. But he closed the deal and just said, this is convenient. I'm running for president or whatever now. And so it'll be that. But I mean, I don't know what they're going to do about her background or if it's going to go that far. Mm -hmm. Because you know how they like to attack people's background. You know, yeah. Well, yeah, she's real or imagined. She's an actress, quotation marks. You know, she's a th yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's we'll we'll you know talk about secession because we're gonna try to tackle this pretty much every week since it's a, okay. the last so season. is going on on there. They have yeah. a lot going on on there. That's for sure. Okay, let's talk about our other show that we really like, uh, Ted Lasso. My okay, so Nate still to me you know, with all Nate's success, he doesn't seem happy. And I know this is like really trivial and superficial. How is it now that Nate is now older than Ted? I don't I mean, does it, I, I, don't I know, know that's, I know I, that's, you know, as far as the chronology in these, you know, the programs, I, I just, didn't, I didn't say he was. Yeah. Um, but he appears to be. He appears to be what? Didn't you say how is he now older than Ted? He looks older than him. Well, yeah, that's what I said. Oh, okay. He looks. I was confused. I was like, huh? Okay. I think the cocktails are getting to me. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, whatever. I'll I'll leave that alone. Okay. All right. Anyway. Um. So Ted. Good daughter, good. Daughter. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So Ted is going through whatever struggles because of his um his ex wife and finding out that she's dating. I guess that's the, is that like the pediatrician? Is that the son's doctor? I, I, yes. That's yes. what I was thinking. And pediatrician um, slash friend of the family. You know. Yeah. He's a pediatrician. He was a little bit closer to them than that. You know. Yeah. Um. And so. It's just a lot for him to deal with. He really, I like, it, I, think, I like it that Ted had that talk with his wife, with his ex-wife. I like it that he told her how he right. felt, he got it uh, off his chest. And right. and I like that. And that was good. Rather than for him to carry that out, he told her, you know, he, you know, felt hurt and, you know, a little betrayed by it because it was him. Not, right. just, not just because she was dating, but in particular because he himself has other interest Ted, you know but right. but that it was him he felt you know particularly saddened or betrayed by it that's all it just sort of you know stunned him a bit and I'm glad he admitted it and said it because now he can he can breathe you know yeah, yeah. yeah I like that I like that he did it I mean it you know he told the truth yeah it would be good a lot of people go around pretending this and that and it doesn't bother them and blah 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 and it eats them away I mean it eats them alive you know, it bothers them. It becomes very burdensome and mentally and emotionally burdensome. When you get it out, it's, you know, it's cathartic for real. 
It really is. It's therapeutic. Get it out. You know, say it in and, you know, that helps. That helps under normal circumstances. That helps. Right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. Well, you know, yeah, I'm, yeah. You know, just like well, well I, I mean, like, okay, so yeah. I mean, my I don't know how you feel about sassy. Remember the, the woman sassy? Remember the woman that, that Ted that's that well no that Ted has you know he hooked up with. Yeah, I call her that that he has his little rendezvous. Yes, but she just yes. said that she wouldn't go out with him on a real date. Well she said he's a mess. He's a mess, yeah. She referred to him as a mess. And to me, he's working on not being a mess. You got me? To me, he's getting out all the things that will cause him to not have a good relationship. To me, by he's by him opening up to all the things that, you know, the things that bother him, that makes him more open to having a good, healthy relationship with someone else, more able to connect to someone else. And when she was saying he was a mess, she meant, you know, you got a whole lot of things going on that you need to straighten out. Yeah. You could talk about yeah. having a relationship. Yeah, but she's that's a mess what, too. That's how I took it. Okay. Okay. I get that. I get it. Um well that's know, what I thought. I, I, mean, I, I, I get it. I that's get it. I, I think that Ted what the thing was is that the wife, I guess she said that Ted was so positive it was too much for her to deal with. I guess she felt that Ted wasn't really realistic in dealing with yes, whatever situation for yes. it. She felt he was being in presented. Yes. I think so. That's yeah. what I took it. He okay. he was pretending. That's what I'm saying. These people go around pretending this and that and nothing bothers him. No, just get it. Just talk about it and get it out. No, get it out. Yeah. It. Yes. Okay. And then Rebecca, she's just obsessed with trying to take her ex down, Rupert. Um, she's still and she still has feelings for Sam, although we didn't really see too much of Sam this episode. Was Did we see some, any of him? It was just a slight reference to Sam. Right. We're in there just a little bit to know. She mentioned who was going to be attending something function they were going to. And they said, and Sam. And they said, and she, you know, she really was only asking about Sam. Well, because it was and, to do with a dating app and finding out that Sam didn't yeah, want to yeah wait, hold on. It, and finding okay, out that so. Sam didn't want to do it right. meant in her mind that oh Sam must be involved with someone else or involved right. with someone and so that was in her mind I don't yeah. like them as a couple I don't, I don't like, like them as a couple either but I I was thinking that she thought Sam was thinking about her you know I don't know that that was my mind because I'm listen. I might be jumping fifty steps ahead because I'm thinking about where's this baby thing coming in. Oh, okay. my mind is yeah. going way over somewhere to the left, probably. But I'm thinking about this baby thing, and I haven't known her. They haven't shown her to have any physical contact with anybody else. That's you true. Know? So, um, and he's a young virile man. So I'm, you know, this this is my mind going there, you know. But um. How he is, you don't know. Uh, well, I mean, appears to be. Okay. He appears to be. Okay. You know, all athletes appear virile to some extent because they're athletic. You know, but how about uh, Luca? Luca appears virile. He just doesn't appear cut. He's not cut. You know, but we know he's. We look. We know he has good energy. 
He does have good energy. Now, yeah. What, where he's putting it and what he's doing with it. Ma, okay. okay. We okay. know he has good energy. Okay. But we can attest to that. But that's all part of being sexy and virile. Right? Okay. All right. Now let's move on to Keely and and Shandy and uh Jack and Barbara and that whole thing that was going on. Oh, first off, Roy and Jamie. That was cute. I like that Roy is trying to help Jamie out. I like right. that they their relationship. He feels he can be as good as Zava or whatever. Right. Well, we don't starting, know about that, but right. we know he can be better than he is. Right. And I like that like Roy is like the big brother to Jamie. Yeah, and he's very know? encouraging. Well, yeah. I like Roy anyhow. Yeah. Roy. I just like Roy. For what why have I just like Roy? Well, everybody likes Roy. Yeah. Well, so, uh, is difficult, but but I but I like him. Yeah. So Keely. I don't know. I don't like Keely's storyline this season. Uh, you know, it's good that she has her own business. I'm all for that, of course. But, you know, her hiring Shandy and Shandy, you know, the app that she she changed the app into something that was a, a hookup for celebrities. You know, like that that wasn't what what uh, Keely was looking for. And that wasn't right. what Keely's boss, Jack, well, well, you know what? You know what? They're going to see how it helps their business. And if it doesn't help their business, their bottom line and so forth and their image and so on and so forth, mostly bottom line, then they'll just rein Shandy in. You know, they'll just it'll, it'll be some balance going on with her because she'll have some assets. I took her as a total liability from the first beginning, just like the uh, other woman working there with Keely. Right. Yeah. Took yeah. her as just a basically a liability. Yeah. Okay? But she's going to show, and I don't know if this app is going to do it, but there's going to be some mechanism for her to show that she's an asset. Okay. You got me? Real big time. Yeah. Big time. More than, you know, little things that we see. Like I said, I don't know if it's going to be through the app somehow, because it does. the app doesn't seem like it's anything that spectacular right now. But, you know, right. I don't know if it'll be through the app or through her or some other connection you mm -hmm. know but i think she's going to show where it wasn't a mistake to hire her that she's a big asset you got me you know how these things go you know right. so that's what i think is going to happen i don't know how you know but i think that's what's going to happen because right now keely is seeming seeming like she's kind of uh airhead right now and she's seeming mm -hmm. that very very much so yeah yeah Okay, and then finally, um, I think that Nate wants to be more cordial to to Ted, but Rupert is encouraging really, really bad behavior. And um, I don't know how that's going to play out. Like I said, Nate seems very unhappy, and he still seems to be envious of Ted, and he wants he to is. be likable, but he, he but but he was like, but Nate was likable before but, but he, he, but just, he had no go power ahead. go ahead yeah. you go he was likable but he was not successful he was not successful right and that and he wants to have them both he wants to have the position and he wants to be lovable and likable right. he wants them both and he's afraid that he has to forfeit one for the other right and right. also like you said you know, and I, I I'm a co-sign on you uh, with you a hundred percent that Rupert is, you know, kind of, you know, 
devil's advocate at least and just negative and nasty at the you know extreme mm-hmm. he's somewhere along that spectrum he's not being good right you know, he's not in, he's not doing anything and encouraging anything to force the goodwill among the teams right not he is not and maybe it's because he's angry because don't forget he loved that team and his wife got it in the divorce settlement right so I, you know what I mean? And 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 see, and it was all this big tit for tat. She got that, but she was angry with him because he was over here cheating and being disrespectful and whatever he was doing. Yeah, and he's doing that to his basically. his new wife. You see well, that, right? Well, yeah, well, hey, that's did she know what she was dealing with when she got him? Okay. And 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 I'm gonna say also about what's her name? What's her name? Rebecca. Rebecca. Also yeah. about Rebecca. When she met him, he was married. Right, I would have married. She told the story. Right, and she was not somebody in a high higher up position, wasn't she? A like either a bartender or something. Nothing in the club. Something. Which which is you know nothing wrong with that, but I'm just saying that's what it was. That's what it was. Right. That's all. But 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 the main thing, and not even Mm -hmm. it even matter whatever she was doing doesn't matter to me. Whatever she was doing. He was married. All right. She knew it. She resisted him for a long time. But then she tried to say how charming he was. Well, you know, to me, that's just a big excuse because all these men have their way of being charming. Okay. They, they, you know, they all have their way in whatever way when they want to be of being very charming. All right. You know, so to me, she just decided to, that she was going to go with the flow. Okay. No matter how charming he was, she knew he was married. Yeah, you, yeah. And that's how she met him, and that's also how it how they broke up. Yeah. Also, do you know the same thing? So, I don't know who you want to say started the ball rolling, but it, it's an ongoing fight with them and all this stuff with the teams and everything. She took his team, and and she took Richmond. She got Richmond in the, in the divorce settlement, and he wanted Richmond. And so now he has whatever his other team is, a new team or whatever, not new, but, you know, his team that he currently has and on and on. So it's just always. So he's not going to encourage anything except competition until the two of them, till him and Rebecca bury the hatchet. Right. You know, and that's what's going on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, level, yeah, maybe, my, you, maybe you, a million other things. My, you, you, nailed, you nailed it. Yeah. I'm gonna say you nailed, you, you nailed it. Yeah. Okay. Um. So Ted Lasso. Um. I'm loving this season. Uh. It's it's definitely a little bit darker. Uh. But it's still really really good. Um. And it's so really we'll, good. We'll just well, I kind of like it. I kind of like it that it's delving into you know some of the real uh real issues interest yeah you you know we we didn't we didn't everything is just so superficial you know to where we we didn't really mention it because we know um with ted lasso with jason sudeikis you know thinking about him and his real life situation with olivia munn and you know they have two children with that daughter i don't know that much about that you know more about well you know that she had started dating harry styles for a couple of years yeah. And that was 
an issue. But they had in, broken in up. But weren't they, they broken they, up? They, was there cheating involved? Well, uh, listen, it's oh, we don't we don't know. know. We don't know. We don't okay. know. Um, okay. and we we know it was, you know, a, a smooth transition on one end. Uh, that is kind of what everyone is saying. Uh, but I'm but I think at least from Jason Sudeikis's point of view, it was difficult for him seeing her date a huge pop star and having to deal with now co-parenting and not being with your partner. And I'm thinking that he took put a lot of that into his character with Ted Lasso. Yeah, That's all absolutely. I, that all I got saying. you. I, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. And Olivia Wilde is not with Harry Styles now. So. Yeah, yeah. But, but, oh, but this is the trajectory of their relationship. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I can, I buy that. I see that a hundred percent. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about another show, Ma, that is new, um, which is called Big Door Prize. And it stars uh, Crystal Dodd as Dusty. He's a teacher. And uh, Gabrielle Dennis, who people may remember from the game. She's in Rosewood. Uh, she had a, she has many parts. So she was on, a, what was it? A Issa Rae's show. What is Issa Rae's show? Okay. Insecure? Insecure. Yes. She had a yeah. little part on Insecure. Yeah. Uh anyway, and she's on the um the the deodorant commercials. The uh not Trojan Man. What is it? The deodorant commercial? I forget. I forget the old spice. Old right. spice, right. Tro yes. Trojan yeah. is condoms. Okay. Yeah. I, anyway. Yeah. All right. So um it's a it's a story of a mysterious machine that appears in a, a grocery store, just pops up um in a small town. And is able to predict the destinies of those who go into the actual little box or or you know mystery and, and pick out print out a a label that says For those who play the game. Yes, right? this it's is what yeah. right. This yeah. is who you are. This is what you right. are destined to be. And um, and, it's it, really it, and they have the one word printed on the card. Correct, so correct. And um, we have right. Crystal Fox, who everybody knows from Tyler Perry's "To Have or Have Nots," and she's playing completely. And back role. in the, and back in the day, she was in Tyler Perry more recently, "Have and Have Not." And back in the day, she played the uh, one of the a police officer in the heat of the night. Yes, I don't know how much of our audience. Okay. Oh, okay, okay, all right. No, I'm dismissing you, ma. And then also, uh, Damon Gupton, who was playing Father Ruben, um, and I like his character because there's a lot of death that we see that's coming out with him. Uh, but uh, listen, I I kind of like it, and then I kind and it kind of makes me feel melancholy because there's a lot of regret, um, in this in this picture. There's a lot of sorrow. There's a lot of, oh, I wish I did this and I wish I did that. Like the main characters who are in an interracial relationship have been together for 24 years. And um, that's a long time considering they're in their 40s. Um, you know, so they just, they've only been with each other their entire life. And, um, you know, of course, sometimes it, many people in that situation, they'll start to have second thoughts and doubts about, was this the life that I was supposed to have? And, you know, so we understand kind of where they're coming from, but it makes me nervous. And then when you look at their parents um, on his side, uh, Chris, uh, Chris O'Dodd's side, Dusty, his parents, they still love each other, but they're getting a divorce. 
because the mother wants to go travel the world for a year. They're going to go explore things. And the father, he feels that he should be a runway model in, in his 60s. Okay. And, and, and he's also a good dancer. Mm. Did you see his strip tease he did? <laughs> I saw. I saw. Yes, I did it's see that. Funny. So, it, funny. So, it, so it's funny, but it also is a little little scary to me because it's kind of you don't, you don't want to see the, the destructive part of it yeah yeah, yeah. You don't because see that part because listen we can always say oh if i had done this if i had done that but that has like a, a reaction it has like a well, you know yeah if, yeah if i did this then i wouldn't have met this person if i did yeah. that then right. I wouldn't have had this job or, you know, so it's you, always like, that. you know, you know what, daughter? it's like, I always say, we always look at things and say, oh boy, I missed this. I missed that. I should have done this. I should have done that. But yeah. what about the things, the bad things that we avoided? Mm -hmm. We never think about all the bad things that could have happened. You know, maybe if we had done this or done that or the other thing, it could have been much, much different. different it could have right. had also a negative outcome right not necessarily a positive one right right and we and we always look at things with regret and we don't know if we should be regretting them or not right you know right. so I'm, I'm with you on that yeah. um I, I do like the positive part i'm seeing i don't like it that they've been together all this while and they feel they need to divorce to go do this that and the other thing because they do not need to divorce to get a divorce to do those things right if right. they want to go travel or go to climb mount everest or whatever they want to do fine all well and good you don't need to divorce to do that that's right one. right okay Okay, so that part, that's already a little destructive to me as far as I'm concerned. But okay, okay, because I think that'll resolve somehow. Mm -hmm. I, I I don't see that coming to fruition. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's going to resolve. Um, there's some other things going on that uh, I like it that Coco Brown mm -hmm. got married. Okay. He, I, and I forget, what's his name? Muhammad? Or something? I have no, like a, I don't remember. Muslim name. Remember okay. they had the party? They got married? Ma, I remember everything. Yeah. I just don't remember yeah. the name. The name. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I thought that was really cute because the reason I like that is because they took a chance. I thought that was bold. You okay. know what I mean? I thought that was bold. I thought they kind of really did what they wanted to do and how they felt. So uh, there's some things in it that, that are very interesting. And I like it with the young lady who is royalty on her. I see that. Gabrielle, being... Gabrielle Dennis. Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. The wife. Yeah. Yeah. The wife. I see that as being very empowering. So I like that part, you know, this no, because it says that she's supposed to be royalty, right? Yes. Okay. And there's certain parts of it that I like. I like the young man with hero. I like the young hero. So there's certain parts of it I like. So it's very interesting. It has a different twist. And so far, it's it's been very good. So far, I'm not dragging it out, Florida. I'm not dragging it. I'm just going to say that it's interesting. And, uh, and you know, I just look forward to see, you know, where they're going to take it. Okay. okay. All okay. right. Um, we were going to talk about Power uh, Book 2 goals, but we will save that for next week because we have a few more things that we need to address. Okay. Um, number one on the list, Ma, is Monique. My name is Monique, the Netflix special. We did not talk about that yet. Um, I will start off by saying, um, you know, full disclosure, I watched exactly 33 minutes and I turned it off. Um, I did not enjoy it. It wasn't funny to me. Um, 
it was very heavy. Um, and I think for Monique, it probably was cathartic. Uh, it was too much inward, inward, B, B word, B word, MF, MF. And I, you know, I'm no innocent person. I'm totally fine with people using whatever type of language they want to express themselves. Um, however, if 75 to 80% of how you communicate is using, you know, that type of language, I just can't, I just tune out, you know, I, I, you know, um, Monique made some type of reference to she's from Congo. She's a gorilla. At that point, I was just really turned out, turned off. Nothing wrong with the Congo part. Very proud of that part, but you're a gorilla, Monique. And all, all of the stuff that she said, the, the special ed, like, you know, you know, that, that I, I don't, it, it was not the jokes about that weren't funny. Um, you know, I don't know what you, what you think my, some of her stuff was just too vulgar, not, and she didn't, it wasn't clever. Um, yeah. Monique is a, a to me, Monique is, has very a good talent when it comes to acting. I think she's a very good actress. I don't think she's funny at all. And I think that she should get paid to be an actress, which she does a, a really good job of that. But if I'm Netflix, if I'm Comedy Central, if I'm HBO, whoever, I don't think it's fair to the people who are coming to see her to charge to pay her millions of dollars. So I don't know how much she got paid because her comedy is not worth it. Her acting, very good. Pay her whatever she wants to be paid or whatever you feel she just deserves to be paid a good rate, good price. But her um comedy was not funny to me at all. It made me yeah. sad. Yeah. I don't know, Ma. What what are your thoughts? Okay. I you know, I I know where you're coming from and I'm in full agreement with you. I'm gonna I'm gonna qualify what you said a little bit. It's not that I don't think she's funny. I don't think she's funny as a stand-up comedian. Mm -hmm. I think she's a good comedic actress or actor. I agree. She's good in comedy. She was hysterical as uh, uh, Professor Ovi. Mm -hmm. What was her name on there? You know, running behind on uh, whatever that. The Parkers. Name. The Parkers, right. right. I thought she was funny. I thought she was hysterical. She was. Uh, and she's very good. I, I saw her in playing Ma Rainey and Bessie Smith. I think she is a good, you know, she was smoking and precious. I think she's a good actor and a good comedic actor. I don't think she's good as a stand-up comedian. I thought her attempts at um, self-deprecation, I had a little drink I'm trying to say, at self-deprecation, okay? I don't think her attempts to sort of make fun of herself were successful. I think they reflected a lot of unresolved issues, not just issues that she's had, because we've all had issues, but hers still appear to be unresolved. I saw it in its entirety. And for her to stand up there and say she, a lot of women question why she calls her husband daddy because he raised her. Monique, he didn't raise you. 
I don't know who all did raise you. I guess your parents and your grandmother you made reference to in your family and everything. He didn't raise you. He's your third husband. Okay? He didn't even raise, quote unquote, you in the sense that he, you were an ingenue or virgin or he was your first husband. So he didn't raise you in any sense of the word. You may be having the most wonderful experience with him. He may be the best man you've ever had. But he is your partner. He is your mate. He is your husband. He is not your daddy. And that you still are trying to justify that is a problem. Okay? I didn't think your stand-up was funny. I think you are hellified talented as a comedic actor and as a dramatic actor. Your stand-up, no. Mm -mm. So that's all mm -mm. I have to say. Mm -mm. And, and and I think you also need to address your own issues. I think your attempt at self-deprivation, deprecation, deprecate, you know what I'm saying, mm -hmm. were, were very unsuccessful. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to say. What do you give it, Ma? I, I can't, Monique, I cannot give you more than, I can barely give you above a hooch. And that's only because at least you came out and I, I, you're almost a hooch. You're really I, almost a hooch. I'm going to give you about a four. That is a hooch. Yeah. Oh, I'm giving you I, about a four. I, I give her a two hooch. Yeah, I'm Monique. Mm -mm, mm -mm. No. You, you are all that, but stand-up comedy is not where your talent lies. And your material, you know what? You really seem not very different than the character you played in Precious. Yep. You really didn't seem very different from that. Whole lot of unresolved issues that make you come out and say the things you say and you know what you said and how you described yourself and, and so on and so forth. And yeah. why you were paying homage to your husband who was supposed to be your partner. And and justifying calling him your daddy and he's your third husband. Mm -hmm. You know, no. Okay. All right. So um uh, let's move on to a couple of things that are in the news. Um, one of the most important things that are in the in the news right now is, you know, obviously the controversy that surrounded the vote of the Tennessee lawmakers uh to ex they expelled two members from the state legislator legislator, sorry. And they and and after a third member, um, you know, took part in a protest against gun violence from the floor of the chamber. The votes were held on Thursday, April 6th, and it resulted in Justin Jones and Justin Pearson being expelled from the Tennessee State House of Representatives, while Gloria Johnson kept her seat by one vote. So this is a very rare event. It's only been like eight lawmakers in Tennessee that have been expelled from the House. And six of them um, had to do with uh, had to do with slavery. So we'll yeah. we, we'll leave that alone. Um, right. However, um, there is a possibility that both Jones and Pearson could return to their seats if they are voted in an interim and, and as interim successors by local officials. So we'll see what happens. We'll keep you up to date okay. with that. Um, but that okay. just was very sad uh, to me Ooh. when I saw well, it. Well, they aren't finished. You know, those same individuals, they aren't finished. They're still saying that if they are reinstated, then they're going to, you know, uh, you know, try to take money from the coffers of Memphis, okay. you know. 
So let's just see how it goes. Let's just see how how it goes. But, you know, it has a national and now international platform because it's what they've been doing in the dark now. They've just been so blatant to bring it to the light and attention probably just needs to be, not probably, attention does need to be shed on it. So let's just see how we carry this this whole, how this thing, whole thing plays out now that it has a national and international uh, platform and exposure. So let's just see. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, I'm sending po- positive vibes to those young brothers. And absolutely. and and that that woman, she uh she was she was good too. You know, she oh, just yeah, absolutely. Seat, but absolutely. her but her heart, her heart was in the right place. Absolutely. Um, okay, my um on a much, much lighter note, uh Morris Chestnut recently revealed, you know, we know he's been married for over 27 years. And good and for he, him. Good for he, you, Morris. He's never wanted to play the field. He says, I know I have a good woman. Do you believe well, good him? for him? Do you believe him? Do I believe him? Do I believe yeah. him? Yes, do you believe him? Yes. Okay. Me too. I'm not going to add any more to that. Yes, I, love, I love to hear that. You rarely hear that nowadays. Right. So, I mean, why even bother? Right. You know, why, why bother even putting it out there? Yeah, I believe right. him. Right. Okay. Now, finally, Ma, um, J-Lo is facing some backlash as she launched... Delola, which is a ready-made tequila vodka um, and amaretto spritzer. It's gluten-free and has low sugar. Now, why do you think she faced backlash, Ma? Now, you better tell me. Okay, two reasons. J-Lo is a health guru and reportedly doesn't drink. And of course, her husband, Ben Affleck, is now struggled with oh, addiction yeah. problems. Oh yeah. Well, I guess you know he just shouldn't drink it. That's all. What's the problem? So, do you have any issues? Uh, but with I understand. I understand how that could be a conflict, right? With J Lo and her new business right. venture. Well, that that could why be didn't a- why didn't she do like a non alcoholic wine or something? You know what that you know what they say. You know what I've heard of so many mm-hmm. experts in the in addiction services say. I've heard him say things like even even when you have these mocktails and and fake things that are like sort of reminiscent of cocktails, it's still bad. They say that still triggers the whole thing. Really? Drink. Yeah, they say you shouldn't even do that. You know what I'm saying? What what you're suggesting is even more innocent. But they say even that is a bad idea, you Mm -hmm. know, so it really is not such a great idea. Well, you know. I guess she figures there's so much the market is saturated, so why not join in? Okay. You know? uh, yeah, I don't know. I, Listen, but, but no, but I, I, I understand completely where people are coming from when they say just what was the consideration, you know, for your husband when you make, you know, got invested. I mean, there's so many other things. Why did you have to invest in that? Yeah, I don't listen. I don't know. I, 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 know. I can see that there's a part of it that's that, you know, you would say, wow, it seems as if she has some some uh, conf- conflicting interests going on right there, or at least she should have. And and well, did, not, and a person who doesn't drink and a person who at least reportedly, we don't know if she drinks or not. Right. Um, you know, it just seems odd. It, it, it does that. seem odd. I, I agree with you. It does seem like an odd investment. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. Yeah. I understand you know, where people are coming from, but listen, I don't hate on anybody. You know, m- you know, making paper. So I'll leave that alone. Um. 
Okay, Ma, let, let's talk about um, our two reality shows right now that we're watching. And the first one is going to be Love is Blind. Ma, I don't know some news from Love is Blind, actually from the alum from Love is Blind, uh, Bartise. Okay. Remember Bartise? Yes, I remember Bartise. So Bartise he decided he wasn't going to marry the young lady and her family was going mm -hmm. to you know, straighten him out. And then he went on perfect match too. And Remember then that? he was on perfect match, which was another one, but go ahead. Mm -hmm. So he announced on social media, Ma, that he welcomed his first child, a baby boy. Oh, good. Um, with who, that who, being who, said, that? nobody knows oh. who's the mom. There was no picture of her or mention of her at all. There was, he was holding a newborn baby boy. So good. We don't, we don't know good. what that is. Okay. Well, we know he got it from somebody. Oh. Okay. Well, let's hope it's his because we don't yeah. know what he's talking Who about. Who knows? Okay. Who knows? All right. So, Ma, let's talk about Love is Blind. All right. Let's get in with our first couple, Kwame and Chelsea, Ma. Go ahead. What you got? Kwame and Chelsea. Um, I don't know. Uh, Chelsea is, you know, as we say, thirsty, but she's also, to me, she's also kind of sweet. To me, she's also, Chelsea's also pretty nice. Um, and she seems to really love uh, Kwame. Kwame uh, has nice and supportive friends around him. Mother not down with the program. Let's see if he's going to cling on to that. He has a very sweet sister and brother and whoever. Let's see how that's all going to work out. I don't know. They're the first up to get married. Let's mm -hmm. just see. She said, I do. Chelsea said, I do. Don't know what Kwame's going to say. Um, I would say that Chelsea- She's been saying, is, I do for a long time. <laughs> yeah, before anybody even asked her, right? right. But, uh, but Chelsea is, you know, all in- you know, with the program, I don't know what Kwame is going to say. Uh, I'm not really sure. Kwame has, you know, has voiced some, you know, concerns about his mother not co-signing on, you know, the entire marriage. I don't know. I, I don't I don't know. And I, you know, Kwame has uh, Chelsea was second pick for Kwame. That's another thing. Mm -hmm. So I really don't know. Um, I'm going to just say time will tell on that one. I'm not sure. Ma, let me let me go somewhere where I know you don't necessarily like me to go. Um, mm -hmm. It was tr it was um, trending on Twitter um, fetish where Kwame and Chelsea are each other's fetishes. Do you think there's any sort of truth to that or that's just food? Kwame and Chelsea are each other's what? Fetish. Fetish. Chelsea what? likes black men and Kwame I, likes I white women. I got it, but what difference does it make? I don't, I'm, I'm not even... Well, look, you, you, a fetish Why isn't is that something a, that you want to start a marriage I, with. You, you think that, I, you know... I, well, I, you I, said, what difference fetish. does it make that? I'm just, just going telling you. Oh, Why? you saying that they don't really care for each other? They just realize... Well... Acting it, out of, it, I mean, what is the point? Of, well, it, it, listen, I guess you can say that, but from my point of view, it appears that Chelsea really does like Kwame uh Kwame and Kwame just likes white women right yeah and so I mean what do you think about that do you think there's any truth that they oh, I don't be, know uh, I don't know have I, a fetish? I, I, I don't know about that I well, you just, see how Ma, you see how Chelsea talks to Kwame you see how she's like oh you're so good looking oh and well, da, da, da. And well, then, I mean, and well like, 
And well, then, maybe maybe that is, but I don't know if that's a barrier to a good relationship or not. I'm not really, you know, I don't really know because isn't, you know, sometimes if you marry somebody that you really are very attracted to or been fantasizing about or this or that, uh, if if I have a fetish for, you know, tall men or men with this and that and I happen to end up marrying one, is that bad? Is that, is that a is bad? A, is, is a fetish good though? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I don't know. I'll leave it alone. I know you don't want to talk about that. I, don't, I mean, I don't even, I don't even, no, because I don't know what they dream about at night. Like I always say, daughter, I don't know what they dream about. I, I don't, don't either. I don't know if they're each other's fetish or not. I, I don't know. A fetish and a fantasy to me are different, but I'll well, leave it alone. Well, well, you are right, but there's also overlap. Okay. So. You, okay. you know, I, I mean, I got you completely, but there's okay. also, you know, there's also, you know. Okay, let's move on to Brett and Tiffany. So I'll just start this off. Um, you know, I'm hoping. I will say, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm sorry. I don't know if I address. I will say that I think that Chelsea genuinely uh, cares for Kwame. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know about the reverse. I, 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 I agree. I, that's the, is the best I can put it out there for you. You know, I, I agree. I want, you know, I feel that Chelsea probably deserves, you know, somebody who feels the same way. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, moving on to Brett and Tiffany, you know, I still have high hopes from the, for them. However, Tiffany is starting to give me a little bit of a headache uh, just because um, I'm not me and you discussed this, you know, off, off the record. Um, you know, Tiffany in her crying is not, doesn't appear to match the moment. And it appears to be not out of happiness, but out of fear or angst or something. It doesn't seem as though she's like crying because, oh, I can't believe this. I'm so happy. I'm so touched. She's like, scared out of her mind or angry or nervous or something and it doesn't and I don't like it because Brett uh presents as a really nice guy who really cares about right. her and well, she should appreciate that right and and not go in a direction that she's going in and I have a problem with people on the show period that come on here saying I never thought I would get married I never thought I'd do I never thought I would do this oh, I want to be married what did you why are you on the show right because you could the fact that you came on the show you should be ready willing and able all right you know, otherwise why you're up there you know and you know that there's some possibility for sure that you could you know so listen there's a lot of different you know ways to look at this whole thing number one you know you look at people and you say some people just have to lose you know, everything going for them and they just have to self-sabotage or whatever, you know? So there's a lot of ways to look at that. And then the other way to look at that is that uh, if in fact she is that fragile emotionally and mentally and so forth, then it, it would be good for him to know that before he does get stuck right. with a whole bunch of bull crap, okay? You know? I still and, think they're going to get married though. And, and listen, and... Maybe it's something that it she will it will I don't know why why she's exactly going through it, but maybe it's something that they will be able to address and resolve. You know, so to me, there's just like three ways of looking at it. To me, 
if it doesn't happen because of whatever's going on with her, then he needs to know that ahead of time because it may not be. He may not. It may may be what he's not bargaining for. You understand? And if it, you know, so if it doesn't happen, maybe it really just doesn't need to happen. I really believe that. I think they're gonna get married. I think. And so. and if they do get married, let's hope they get married with the thing of them working together to you know come together and. And, and work it out and and have the best life that they can have together, you know? And uh, so I'm I'm rooting for them. I hope they do. Uh, if it's good, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want it to happen if, if he's just bringing on a bunch of problems that he hadn't anticipated and he's not ready to deal with. If they come together, I hope they come together in a way that they can work together and have a good relationship. You got me? Whatever it is, whatever the struggles are, that they can deal with it. You got me? So that, that, that's it. That's, you know, Okay. I think, I think he, I think he's a good guy. I think she's a good person, but I don't know what all this other stuff is. Yeah. Because she's a good person doesn't mean that she doesn't have, you know, we all have issues. Issues. Right. Issues. Okay. Let's move on to um, Micah and Paul. I don't really have much to say about them. I don't really care too much about what's going on with them anymore. Because well, not- they seem like they off on La La Land. So yeah. let's just see how that works out. Yeah, I mean, I think that they will. I think they do like each other. I'm not a I fan don't of like, Micah. I don't like her friend. You know, being so discouraging about mm-hmm. you know the guy that Paul is, the person that he is. Mm-hmm. And although she was you know pretty high when she was talking to her friend, she did tell her friend, you know, whatever you say, I want you to support us i don't want you you know and she wasn't too drunk that she couldn't get that conveyed to her friend and that was good and 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 the friend said well okay even you know i thought the friend was going way too hard way inappropriate you know i didn't like that part i I don't the friend is not likable micah's not likable but micah seems to like paul right so that part is good yeah Um, i agree yeah Bliss, and, I see it too. Mm-hmm. Bliss and Zach. And for this one, you know, the whole thing is all about Bliss's father. And so Bliss's father is not feeling Zach. And he was probably one of the most honest people that we saw on any of these shows where he just is pretty much telling Bliss that, like, what the hell are you doing? You know, you've only known this man two or three weeks or whatever. Right. You know, Bliss's just, father was not having it, you yeah. know. He, he was, was not he having was not. It. that. I, I don't know you or anything else. I don't know anything about you. And um, would that deter you from getting married if your father no. said to you, okay. "No, okay," especially not that father sitting up there with a stepmother. No, right. no, right. not at all. Right, because whatever was going on, you know, uh, you know, you had all the answers, but you fell out of whatever with my mother. Right. No. Or even if you didn't fall out, or if you ever was in, I don't know. But all I know is that y'all are not together. The the way he went about it. See, to me, I think if you have reservations, I think I wouldn't have cared what he said in the first place. Well, yeah, no. Listen, but see, but see, you know, I value. I from my point of view, I value my parents' opinion. But I'm going to do what I think is best for me. 
Right. Because they don't well, you know don't your parents' opinion about your love life. No, you well, don't. Well, I hear Both of your parents saying. have been married twice. You don't value your parents' no, opinion. No, I listen, about your love life. I hear what you say and I do what I think is best for well, me. Well, that's well, that's what it's and, supposed that, to be. and that's what you should do. However, as a parent, you can say, look, you know, sweetie. You know, I want you to be happy. You know, you don't really know this person that well. Do you think this is the best thing for you? And if and if your kid says, yes, I really love him, then as a parent, you say, okay, sweetie, you have my blessing. Not, right. oh, you don't know what you talk about. Right. Like, this, this, he's he's nasty. Yeah. He's nasty. That's not he's right. nasty. That's he's absolutely nasty. Wrong. And she's an adult. She's, right. you know, 30 some year old adult. Right. She's, an adult. she's not asking him to, for money. She's right. not asking him for anything. Right. You know, no, he had a he had a nasty attitude. He could give his opinion, but he needs to be a little bit softer about it. Right. So on the next episode, I mean, I know it'll be cutting it close, but on the next episode, we'll you know give our predictions because we'll find out if who gets married. Ma, we got to end it with well, we got to end Love Is Blind with Jackie and Marshall. Um, I know you have a lot to say about that. I don't have a lot to say. Have- I have very little to say. What I have to say about that is, Marshall, drop down on your knees and pray to the universe and thank the universe for rescuing you from that situation. Because that was going to bring you nothing but trauma, heartbreak. You might have ended up in jail or anything dealing with her. I hope he has a, a lot that, of nice women in his DMs. I hope a lot of nice women reach out to Absolutely. him. Absolutely. And I hope you pick one. Yeah. You know, choose one. You know, be good to yourself. Thank your lucky stars. Baby, Marshall, don't feel like you lost anything, but a whole lot of problems. Bad news. And okay. she knows. She knows she's not ready to get married. Why yeah, are you coming Jackie? I don't know what she was doing or whatever. And she said, she said what everybody else witnessed. Mm-hmm. I'm crazy and I don't need to be married right now. And I don't need to be in a relationship, in a marriage with anybody. And she was not crazy. She was very smart about that. But her yeah. behavior and on and on and on. And this uh, guy over there, Josh, well, he'll find that out, you know, because he wasn't doing number ego tripping. OK, yeah. coming back and oh, this and that. And, you know, oh, yeah. And he really well, he's did. aggressive. He's a fighter. So he's yeah, aggressive. You know That's what? what she likes. Oh, aggressive. Well, you know what? Yeah. But you know what? Yeah. He likes that until he finds somebody is wild or wilder than him. Right. Yeah. Let's just see. You, you know right. what? Whatever he'll find out, like everybody. Well, else. I'm just saying, Marshall, she aggressive. She said that. Yeah, well, she says that. You know, she says that, and then the way her mind is, she doesn't even know whatever she wants. I'm pretty sure she's had aggressive all along. I don't <laughs> think she had to come to the show to find that, and you know what I mean. You can find that anywhere. That's yeah, I don't. I don't find. think you know if you want aggressive. If she, you know, I'm quite sure that's what she's been dealing with. You think she's been dealing with uh, considerate, sensitive guys? I don't think like so. Marshall, no, and Marshall's no, a sweet guy. No. He and, and it hasn't, and it hasn't worked with, and it hasn't worked with any of them. So it's really her. You know, she's the common denominator. Um, Marshall, run, run, and I'm so glad that you know you've been spared this terrible uh, experience with with uh, Jacqueline. Okay, um, so we'll we will um, actually give you our predictions on who's going to stay together and who's not on the next episode. 
Okay. Uh, for Love is Blind. Um, okay. Ma, any, any quick thing you want to say about Married at First Sight? Because we have really run over our normal Oh, okay. Time. Married at First Sight, I want to say um, just good luck to all the couples. Uh, man, Jasmine, lift your head up. Lift your head up. Lift your head up. Shaquille, hang in there. You a sweetie pie. Hang in there. Hang in there. Well, and, I don't like what he's going to do, Ma. I don't like on the next episode, he's going to, oh, we consummate the marriage. Are you a child? Well, I think he's just was happy. I think, you oh, know. what? You Why do you have to say that to people that you, well, no. because she was acting like she was so repulsed by his bald head. I think he just wants to let people know he's, you know, that whole issue mm, has been resolved. I don't, I don't like that. I don't okay. like that. Well, I don't, well, I generally like Shaquille. I don't know if I liked him at that moment, but in general, I liked him. In fact, I didn't even focus on that moment. I wasn't even thinking mm -hmm. of that. What I meant was, you know, don't take any abuse and, you know, and make sure that you're going to be treated well in the relationship. That's for Shaquille and for everybody on there. It's for Jasmine, number one. Yeah. It's first oh. and foremost for Jasmine. Mm -hmm. And Shaquille to a lesser degree. But mm -hmm. they both have been subjected to some abuse. They should have been then, together. And then, and then wait a minute. And then wait a minute. Uh, what's my man's name? Uh, not Chris. What's his name? Brett. What's his name? Brett. What's his name? Uh, Clint. 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 And then Clint. Clint, you do have swag, okay? And don't never let anybody talk you out of that. You have swag. Yeah, okay? Gina is not okay? right with her. You know what? Because to me, Gina is the one who's not sophisticated. To me, she's the, the you know over there with her little country hairdo shop. He's the one who flies and been all around the world and every place else. To me, she's the one with no swag between the two of them. Nothing wrong with her beauty parlor or, or anything like that. I don't mean that. But I mean, she act like uh, she's Miss Sophisticated and he doesn't have swag. Huh? I think they got that twisted. Between the two of them? No, I, think I agree. that twisted. Okay. Who okay. else? Who did I leave out? Did I, leave I don't out know. Chris and Nicole. Oh well, Chris and Nicole, you know, just Nicole, please, Nicole, let 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 Chris cling to you a little bit. Let him comfort you, okay? And you stop worrying about comforting him. And where's your dog? How come we don't see no dog? Only dog we see is his. It's where's all about Chris. It's all about Chris. And yeah, his. no, no. Where's your dog? You know, your dog um, is not homeless. Okay. No, no. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Uh, let's make an. I uh, wanted to make a quick announcement, Ma. Um, for the April Book of the Month, the April Bambushi Happy Hour Book of the Month Club, uh, we are going to be reading Night Crawling by Layla Motley. And so we will update you guys. Um, if you want to follow us and tell us your thoughts, please uh, email info at bambushihappyhour.com and we'll let you know. Um, later on when we will be discussing that book. Okay. Okay, my three things that made you smile. The sun, the stars, and the moon. Okay. Uh, number one, Love is Blind live reunion next Sunday on Netflix. Can't wait to see that. Uh, number two, so the Black Enterprise Disruptor Summit will be in Atlanta this year from June 2nd to June 4th. It's a premier business conference that connects and uplifts and empowers black and brown entrepreneurs, innovators, investors, and creatives. I think that's so cool. Okay, wonderful. And, and number three, Tiger is back in the Masters again. Um, He made it to the second round. 
Um, he barely made the cut, uh, but it's good to see him because remember, we didn't even know if Tiger. We didn't know was if we'd ever survive. see him play again. Yeah. Right. So kudos yeah. on that. Oh, um, congratulations, yeah. Tiger. Oh, congratulations. Anything that you want to say, Ma, before we go? No, it's not anything except for the audience. Remember that we have to stay woke. We have to make our voices heard and we have to take care of ourselves. Okay. Um, be safe. Have fun in moderation and stay woke and make your voices heard. Our democracy is under attack little by little. They are chipping away at all of our rights, women's reproductive rights, rights to love who you want, LGBTQ rights, voting rights, and on and on and on. Okay, stay woke, make your voices heard. You count, you are important. Okay. All right. Um, thanks for listening to the Bambushi Happy Hour. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at the Bambushi Happy Hour and also at All Things Beijou. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, All Things Beijou, home of the Bambushi Happy Hour. We have some really great things coming your way. We want to thank you guys who are tuning into our YouTube channel. Um, so keep it coming. And everyone, thank you so much. We'll talk to you later. Be safe and Bye. Bye.